When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the United States, we head now to catch up with former Football Ferns goalkeeper Jenny Binder, now part of the Caltech coaching team over there. And uh, no doubt, Jenny, your eye pretty closely on the games over the last couple of days between the US women's team and the Football Ferns. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for having us, Ricardo. Yeah, any time, mate. Any time. Uh, I mean, the I know the US uh, were using this as you know prep for the World Cup, which is going to be here in under six months' time. They brought a big crew, a uh, big crew with them. Maybe not completely full strength, but close to. What uh, What did you make of how the US women's national team looked uh, without some of those key pieces and and, and trying a few things out? Yeah, I think um, this was really set up for the U.S. to come over. Um, I think it was good publicity for the FIFA Women's World Cup, kind of giving a a look at what's coming ahead, I think, with 500-plus thousand tickets sold. I mean, if you go online trying to get a ticket, they're cheap as chips, but they're they're hard to come by. But having the uh, U.S. on the North Shore uh, and down in Wellington, they're giving a good look at what it's like. I think we're teasing them a little bit with the uh, weather that they had. Um, it's not going to be anything like that in June and July, but um, the sideways uh, rain and wind uh, is yet to, that they didn't get to experience that. Thank goodness. Well, they almost did, but they didn't didn't have too much of it. Um, but the U.S. brought brought a really strong team. I think you know you have Mallory Swanson, Mallory Pugh, now Swanson. She she played well. I thought she was uh, key for them, and Galaka would have been pretty excited with how she came out. I think there's some other players that got opportunity in minutes. Um, I think. They, they tried to sit back and experience what it would be like to play against a team that would sit in the mid or lower block against them because, you know, they, they didn't come out in high press New Zealand. I think they were they, they, they kind of let off the, the pedal a little bit against, against, against us. But, um, you know, I think he'll take some positives. You still have the Megan Rapino wasn't available. Kristen Press, uh, I think, is still in the hunt of trying to come back and for them, they had key players like Mallory Swanson, uh, Crystal Dunn, that got key minutes, and they brought a few players in that haven't had a lot of minutes. Um, you know, Ashley Sanchez, Trinity Rodman, I think he's really trying to decide, does he bring back these older players to replace them, or are they good enough to, to play in this upcoming World Cup? So I think this tour was all about U.S. and not about New Zealand. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that uh, because, I, I mean, it they, the U.S. were strong. They were without a few, but they were still stronger than, than New Zealand, given that this was outside of a FIFA window. But uh, still the majority of that U.S. women's team play in the U.S., and, and that league's not currently active at the moment, right? So they could, maybe they might, might not have been fully, uh, uh, I guess, you know, sort of mid-season sharp, but they had a lot more players available than maybe what New Zealand did. Yeah, they have quite a few players available. I mean, the, the, the National Women's Soccer League and WSL is currently on their break. Those those players will return, and then they'll go into their training camps probably um, here at the end of January, beginning of February. They'll start start their training camps all over the U.S. A lot of those players are just in their 
pre preseason, and um, so this was a great opportunity for them to get a good workout in, get get together, do do what they need to do, prepare to be ready for their their upcoming season, but also a great preparation for Blackwood to see what needs to they needed to do to be prepared for this upcoming World Cup. So I think it was a great opportunity for them to see what the hotels are like, to actually experience New Zealand in a really, uh, you know, awesome weather, great time of year to, to be in New Zealand. So I think it was just a plus plus for them. I do think it, you know, whenever New Zealand has the opportunity to showcase a team that's, you know, uh, the current FIFA champions, you, you don't you don't scoff at that or not, not do it. So I think, you know, uh, Yitka probably would have wanted to, a different team, but what it did is it forced a lot of younger players in, uh, to have that opportunity to step up. You know, like Taylor O'Brien, I was excited for her. I think I played with her. She was just a, a young, young teenager when I was playing with her. But to see those type of players get get those opportunities, I think, is massive for New Zealand because we're such a small country and, and really letting uh, the young female athletes know that there's, there's pathways for them to play at an international level, I think, were the positives that came out of it. I thought Grace Jail was really good. Olivia Chance will probably be captain in New Zealand one day. I know she got thrown banned off the alley at the end there. But, you know, I think there are some positives um, to take away from the tour. But, unfortunately, you know, hopefully, I'm sure yet we'll be getting ready to play other teams that will prepare us to be successful in getting that first win. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, and I'll, and I'll get to the ferns in a minute. I just wanted to get your take on one thing that uh, Vladko Andonovsky said uh, ahead of uh, both these games, isn't that? That's that Julie Ertz is obviously uh, she's on maternity leave at the moment, and she's been a big part of that US team for a long time, screening the defence, you know, anchoring the midfield, um, and a big part of what he was looking at is who who can play that role for him with Julie out. Uh, do you think he got the answer to that question here? I think with Haran having that only opportunity to play in one game, um, probably, you know, he he got to look at her a little bit, probably saw enough to know that getting Juliet's back will be huge for them. I mean, of the players that weren't there, that would be one of the key players that, that I think um, they'll want to add to that roster. I mean, you do have, like, Megan Rapino that's not, not there, but I think with Trinity Rodman and, and there's enough uh, Ashley Sanchez, other players, can, Lynn Williams, Korniak, that, that, that position – although it may not have the same flair as her, that position is filled. But that, that central defense in front and that screen, Julie Ertz is, uh, you know, she's she's a pretty special player. And having her and Haran in there, uh, and then Rose Lavelle, who's probably one of one of the top, you know, 10 players in the world, um, you know, one thing they didn't do that he probably would think is that she needed to be on the ball more. I mean, she's the playmaker for that team. Now, uh, what about Trinity Rodman? I mean, she's a great story, the daughter of Dennis Rodman, obviously, but um, I thought she was pretty impressive when she got her opportunities. Uh, she, she looked uh, tough to stop. She's got plenty of pace, a, a real athlete. Yeah, she's amazing. I was fortunate enough uh, when I was at UCLA, we were recruiting her and uh, pretty much she had committed and then decommitted from UCLA. So got to meet, um, you know, her and her family and her mom is, you know, mama bear at the best. She's She's done a lot to help Trinity and her successes. And um, I think uh, her dad, Dennis, will come and go. But, you know, she she pretty much, Michelle, has been the catalyst to, to her career. And I think her brother plays up at Washington State. And, I mean, she's she's had a lot of people support her here in the South Bay of California. And she she's a special athlete, uh, an amazing human being. And uh, she's going to do great things. I mean, that's where, if you... She'll she'll probably fill the place of a Megan Rapino, where you know politically we'll have a a, a voice, uh, fashionably we'll have a voice, and 
she's just the, the, the complete package and, and actually a really amazing human being. Now, Jenny, let's talk about the football ferns. Um, I don't know how much you can take out of this if you could come over. I mean, it, it's a great uh, spectacle. Um, it's a great opportunity to look at some some younger players to get the team together. But, I mean, realistically, uh, when you're 24th in the world playing, defending back-to-back world champions, um, I think it's a big ask for, to expect them to get a win uh, or a result in these. Um, probably that first half of the first game was their best effort. What did What did you make of the team across those two games? Yeah, I think I think Gitka will. I mean, you're going to spin it and find positives out of all of it. I think she would have preferred to play uh, the U.S. with a with a stronger team. Um, you know, I think like um, missing some key players, Victoria Essen, um, you know, um, Michaela Moore. I mean, you had uh, Katie Bowen, like Hannah Wilkinson, some of these key names that are Rebecca constantly Stott, mentioned amongst yeah. the firm. Rebecca Stott, 100%, like, you know, and, you know, and unfortunately I respect Abby's decision, but, you know, Abby's probably the best player to ever played for New Zealand as a fern. And, um, you know, so there's some really key names out there. I think I actually liked, I mean, having Anna Greenback as a, as a true lefty, as a center back, I think she did really well. Um, I think those are positives that you would take, knowing that you could move Allie inside as well. Uh, get to, to have her stay on the pitch for, uh, for longer as a center back could be a positive. I thought Grace Jail was active down the right side. Um, I mean, Betsy Hess is always a work engine, but, you know, we didn't step enough and, and caused a lot of problems. We can't let teams run at our, our midfield that's gonna, or our back line that's going to cause massive problems. But I think Yika will always find the positive of it. I mean, Gabby Rennie was busy up at the top there. Um, so there are some. Olivia Chance always, you know, always creating. But I just feel that um, from this, it was good that there were some girls that got some opportunities to get some caps. I think we had four four new caps. I think at 202 now is what I read of, of uh, football phones. So that's exciting. But um, under the circumstances, um, I, I think Yitka would have preferred to have played that at a at a more you know a higher strength. They did well in the first half. I think that the U.S. had a game plan to to not press high, to kind of sit back and let teams come at them a little bit, um, and and that played into our favor a little bit. But they they did well. I mean, Aaron had a great save in that first half. Allie and uh, Anna were really secure. They were winning balls. Um, I mean, we defended for a majority of it, but that's New Zealand, right? We have to be ready to to defend in our middle and defending third and, and the girls did that and they got that that effort but I think that was the win and then after that it was damage control mm. yeah. Your thoughts on Erin Naylor? I mean she got the opportunity to be number one in both games here uh, but I think probably she is now more susceptible than ever to, to being uh, turned over as the New Zealand number one you mentioned Vic Essen who's playing at Celtic uh, she couldn't be here because it's not a FIFA window also Anna Leet she's uh, now playing for Aston Villa in the Women's Super League in England I mean they had a one-all draw with Manchester City who are one of the top teams over there this morning she played the, the, the game in goal for New Zealand I mean both those players I would think where they're playing the level they're at are, are probably ahead of Erin aren't they? Yeah, and I think Erin knows that. I think what you know what Erin has done is, I mean, I she she's been the uh, the first keeper, the incumbent for many years now, and I think that it was great for her to return to home soil and and get get this opportunity. And now, you know, she's a good teammate. The girls really like her, and she's good in the locker room, and she's good around. So, as long as she she accepts that role, um, then I think she'll she'll be fine. But um, yeah, I think that. Having Vic or, or Anna, uh, you know, I mean, anyone who understands 
soccer and football will know that, that those two are playing really lights out at the moment and are going to be hard to for Aaron to, to keep that number one jersey. Um, but, um, you know, all respect, hats off to Aaron. Totally respect her as a, as a player and, and a human. And she's, she's a, you know, the girl's lover in the locker room. And I think, you know, you will, will, we still need her around supporting and doing what, doing those things and pushing those girls. I mean, she has the experience to help them in those situations. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've watched Vic and Anna for, for quite some time now. And, you know, I think it's really positive that you have two keepers. You know, we probably thought we had issues with goalkeepers, but now you have two keepers that are really pushing each other for that one number one jersey. And, you know, those will be decisions that you will have to make. But um, I definitely think Vic and Anna are really stepping up. I think a player that we are missing at the moment who uh, will be fit in time for the World Cup, we're told, um, is Rhea Percival. You know, she's been key for uh, the Ferns in the middle of the park. She she previously was a was a fullback and they um, shifted her to a defensive midfield position, which seemed to work really well for both her and the team. That's where she's been playing for Tottenham Hotspur as well. Um, how much of a difference do you think she'll make when she comes back? I mean, that, that her football IQ is off the charts. I think she's one of, you know, she understands the game. And, and you know, having players like that, Rebecca Stopback, uh, are going to be pivotal. I mean, Katie Bowen and Betsy Hassett are Indians. Having them on the pitch will make a big difference. And, and you know, Rhea, I think, started running and uh, first running on her birthday this year. So I think there's really positives for her. She's going to be eager. She's going to be rested. <laughs> so, and, you know, either either with these types of injuries, I mean, the ones that are dedicated usually come back stronger, and she's going to have that little chip on her shoulder and something to prove. Uh, and I'm excited to have her back on the, on the team, and I think she'll be really positive for the group. What about Ali Riley's future? I know she's the skipper, and she's been there for so long. She's our record caps holder, and, you know, she's a great leader. She's a great face and voice for the team as well. Uh, but I wonder, you know, that... The way that Rhea Percival got changed from a, a fullback to a, um, a midfield player, maybe that's something they could look at with her as well because it does feel like she's probably lost that that extra yard of pace you need as a fullback in the in the international game. Yeah, I mean, Allie Riley, just before I go on about her, her playing, is, is not only amazing for the football ferns but for, for women's football, her voice and, and advocacy that she has here in America is really big and globally. So, um, you know, she's been a, she's been a world world leader and within the game of women's sports. And we have quite a few football firms that are in that space. Rebecca Smith, um, she, she does a lot within the women's game. Um, you have Rebecca Souden who does a lot for the women's game, uh, Sarah Gregoria. So this, it's really positive how the football firms are always kind of giving back, not only, um, you know, in New Zealand, but on a global stage. So that's pretty exciting. I really liked Allie as a center back. I thought she was very controlling of the back line. Um, I, 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 uh, I texted her dad and said, oh, maybe she can play another four years if they move inside, <laughs> jumping around with them. But, um, yeah, I really I agree with you. I think that she, she still offered a lot to the team. Her leadership is, is pretty amazing, and I liked her as a, as, a, as a center back in there, as a four. So I, would, I think Yitka might be – uh, light bulb moment, maybe moving her in there would be, be good. And, I mean, you have the, the legs of some of these younger girls coming through that did well. They defended against some of the top. I mean, Mallory Swanson is pretty pretty electric and pretty quick. Um, you know, Hatch, uh, Rodman, um, you know, that we're going to need speed in the flank areas uh, to be successful. 
Well, I was going to say that because that's the other thing is, um, you know, do you then look potentially at a change of shape? Because, you know, obviously Ali uh, is should we say, uh, not massive on the height front. Um, so, uh, you know, and as a centre-back, you always want a bit of height in there. I mean, does Yitka look at going to a back three and having Ali play like that, that sweeper position and, and the distributor from the back? Oh, no, I thought about that a little bit. I, I, I thought she did well in the four four two. I think they got flat a couple times. I don't know. I think maybe a four one four one. You still would have the cover of, you know, if you have, have someone like a Rhea sitting in front of those back four. I think it's limiting um, those, those crosses and those aerial balls in. Um, but, you know, and I think that's where uh, whoever's in goal uh, has to be super aggressive and really dominate uh, their six and, and uh, 18 or that second six yard box as a goalkeeper is really, really important. But I think Yitka will, will, will put a team together. I think it'll be completely different to what we saw on this tour, um, but, but she will have to make some adjust, adjustments to the personnel that she has so, um, on, 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 that, on that shape. So it'll be, I don't think she's going to play a 4 3 3 or I don't think the diamond is right for us. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's either going to end up being a 3-5-3 a three, three that pushes back to a back five in our defending uh, third, which is where we play a lot, so having the extra numbers. But that's where we need to have people that can really be isolated up top and create for us. Um, but I think we're starting to see that with some of the players that are coming through, the younger players coming through. And hopefully Hannah always will sneak you a few goals Fingers crossed. Uh, we do have games coming up in February uh, against Portugal, who are ranked 22nd in the world, and Argentina, who are ranked 29th in the world. Um, so we've got those games coming up. I did like this from Yitka. She was asked after the press conference if the shift uh, next month would be to results, and she just said yes. Uh, and that also means goals, and that is something that this team has struggled to uh, to do, is score. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, you, you can you can always go for a draw, but you're never going to win unless you actually put the ball in the back of the net. So, I think that's going to be huge in these next next uh, you know uh, campaign that Yika has, and and it, and we are at that point where you know the goal of this team is to is to get that elusive win at a World Cup. So, you need to start practicing winning. So it's no longer uh, competing to compete, but they must compete to win. And I think. I think Yitka will be preparing her team to do that. I think you did see a little, you know, uh, opportunities where that came. I think there are some players that weren't available that can add to that. I think Indy uh, Riley does a really, she has that in her, uh, I believe. So I saw her play here in the States against the Philippines, and I was pretty impressed with her ability to get on the ball and create. And that's what we need to do more in that is create opportunities and we didn't really create anything against the U.S. except on set pieces so either we need to get more set pieces or and we are attacking third or we've got to start creating more uh, and, and taking those opportunities. Yeah indeed all right and uh, what chance we're going to see you back here for the World Cup Jenny? I am back. I'm back. Well, it's quite ironic. I am, I, you know, I love, you know me, Ricardo, I love to give back. And when the opportunity came up um, for uh, TLOs, I, I became a TLO, hoping to represent uh, New Zealand football firms in New Zealand. But I will be a, a, a football firm that uh, is working with Korea, in, uh, and I'm based in Brisbane. So I'll be in Australia. So if anyone knows anything about Brisbane that a team should be doing, please DM me. Uh, I, I need to really start to know that Brisbane's safe. So, um, yeah, so 
an American Kiwi in Australia as yeah. a, a team liaison officer. Well, hopefully that works out. Yeah, take them to Waterworld. Waterworld's always good. I appreciate that, Ricardo. I'm going to look that up now. All right, you do do that, Jenny. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Uh, Keep up the good work at Caltech, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon, eh? Sounds great, mate. All the best. Yeah, you too, man. You too. Uh, Jenny Binden there, former football fern goalkeeper with us, and, uh, yeah, working now at Caltech as the coach there and going to be a team liaison officer back here during the World Cup, all in Australia, at least, for the Koreans, as she just uh, told us there. Good to see. Hopefully she can get over here for some of the football ferns games as well.